On today's bonus episode of The Thriller Zone, we welcome Eric Bishop, author of Ransom Daughter. And on today's show, we'll discuss both the traditional independent and the self-publishing world of thrillers. I'm David Temple, your host. Time to get into The Thriller Zone. Oh, look at this little bad boy. It's so smooth and sexy and so... Oh, hi, everybody. Welcome to The Thriller Zone. Eric Bishop is in the house. I'm How are you going? I'm alive and well. Talking to David Temple. I mean... What's not to have a good day for right there? And you look so handsome, freshly shaved and everything. Mm. Yes, yes, ladies. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, do me a favor. Turn your uh, turn your camera just a smidge so I get a little bit of the body man back there. So, I'll, so I'm a little bit. There you go. Perfect. Right there. Yeah, I got all your books. You're you're really good. I see you're a Brad Metzer fan mm -hmm. and you're Steve uh, Stratton's down there. And of course, body man. And yeah, you got a, you got a few. All right, let's Lately. get to the reason you're here. And there's two things I want to throw in here extra. Folks, yeah, Ransom Daughter. Um, here's something Eric does that's a nice touch. I'm telling you this for those who are uh, looking to get on the show and so forth. It's not required, but there's a little something extra he does. You send this little one card. It's a postcard, but you don't actually send them as a postcard. It's a nice little mm -hmm. uh, promo for the book, and he's autographed it. And then how about here? Here's a lost art, ladies and gentlemen, a lost art, a handwritten thank you note. I love this. I, I hope you can read what I wrote because my daughter is constantly reminding me, Daddy, your, your, your penmanship is horrible. And I say, well, Dad kind of thinks he's a doctor. He just makes a lot less money. Yeah, uh, and it's actually, it's, it's past horrible. It kind of sucks. It's really, it's <laughs> thank bad. You. But I will, I will tell my daughter you agree with her. <laughs> no, well, she's sweet. No, but that's that is a really nice yeah. touch. I just want to say that. But by the way, um, you gotta love it when our mutual friend Adam Hamdy on the on the cover says a short, sharp, action-packed adventure. Now, yes. I want to start with your elevator pitch, and then I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into some questions, and some of them uh, you might feel like, uh, uh, why are you asking me that? Bear with me because we're friends. I can ask you point blank questions, and you will answer me. Um, and I'm and I'm doing this for knowledge, and I'm doing this so that uh, listeners who may be new to self-publishing, which we're going to cover, uh, mm -hmm. will get some insights. And Eric's good for that. So first of all, yeah, let's start absolutely. with the elevator pitch on Ransom Daughter. Yeah. So what is kind of any parent out there that has a child? What's kind of the worst thing you can imagine happen is one of your children to be taken. Um, compound that with someone that's taken your child is also asking for a very large amount of money. Don't tell anyone, don't bring in the authorities, government officials, what do you do? And Ransom Daughter explores that. Now it explores it from a person who has financial means to be able to aid in the situation. Mm -hmm. But still, what do you do when your child's taken and someone is gonna threaten to harm them? Well, you do exactly what my character in Ransom Daughter did, hopefully. It did make my palms sweat a little bit because, uh, and I don't have a, I have a, a <clears throat> I have a son thanks to Tammy, uh, and mm -hmm. I have grandchildren, and I, mm -hmm. I, I think about them every day, and I put myself in that place when I was reading this, and I'm like, man, that's just terrifying, and it's the worst nightmare, and all you can think about is I will do whatever it takes to get my kids back. Right. And that's what, that's what really grabs you about this story. Absolutely. And as a father, I thought about that as well. And uh, another story that I've got coming out next year, I had a, uh, not a ransom, but I had a situation where I had to put myself in, the, in a position of 
what would you do or not do? And what's the, what's the thing that would break you and make you do whatever someone asked you to do? And that was a tough headspace to get into, but I figured it out. And then I got scared that I figured it out. And I said, wow, that's got to be in the, in a, in a novel. So that, that'll be in breach of trust next year. Little teaser. Now, the book that introduced my audience to you is over your left shoulder for those of you watching and for those just listening. It's called mm -hmm. The Body Man. Now, what, how, I want to, I want to get, I want to talk about that a little bit because that is, um, that was a heck of a read. And thank you. What I want to split off into is the difference between a full blown novel and a novella. Now, we all know that a novel is generally 50,000 and above, generally falling around the 90 to 120. Yep. novellas tend to fall in that 30 to 50. So my very first mm -hmm. question is, why did you decide after having done a full length mm -hmm. novel, which you know, you now can do, why did mm -hmm. you decide to go with the novella? Um, you know, circumstances kind of dictated it almost to me. I, I had the body man out. I was expecting breach of trust, the follow up to the body man to come out, if not end of last year, sometime this year. Um, and it didn't occur. Uh, I had a parting ways with my publisher. And then I had to make a decision of, well, what do I do? And I, I, I put breach of trust aside for a little bit so that I could have some fresh eyes to look at it again. And I also knew the way that what I try to tell people is this is not called the publishing charity. It's called the publishing industry. There's a business side of this. And there's also a side of it from the audience. The audience has expectations built in and not that you're going to come out with a book and then not have another book come out for four or five years. They expect one normally within 12 months. Um, and I wasn't going to be able to deliver that, which was bothersome to me. Um, Ransom Daughter was a different set of characters. It was a story I had actually started years ago and written books about Troy Evans and the Omega Group, and they never got published. Um, so I kind of went back into the, uh, into the uh, files I had on my hard drive and said, well, what's really good that I've written that I can put out and that won't take um, a year of my life to rewrite or to go through that. And I thought, you know, I want to get something short, sharp, something that just kind of knocks people down and go, wow, what a good story. And I kept going back to Troy Evans and Ransom Daughter. Um, so I, starting in February, I kind of put most of my mental resources and time, my free time into putting this thing in a position where it could come out uh, this fall. Cool. <clears throat> now, there's a question here that I, I keep wondering. You were with a small independent publisher before mm -hmm. you went this self-pub route. Two-part yes. question. How was that experience, and how are you enjoying the self-pub journey over, perhaps, a traditionally pub journey? Yeah. Um, it was different than what I expected, and I, I, I didn't know my contacts before going with a smaller uh, independent publisher were either people in the big five, larger publishers, or self-publishing. I didn't really know anyone that went with a smaller group. Um, so the the I learned a lot about it, first of all. I, lear I learned the business side uh, because you're closer to the uh, the ownership. You're you know, you're, there's not layers that you have to go through and you're pulled into a lot more. So that I really appreciated it because it gave me an, an understanding of how things work. Then it also, um, made me also realize and in, in, in part of what happened earlier this year is I realized, you know, I think with all I've learned, I think I can go down the self-publishing route because I've, there's so much I've gleaned from that experience and just from the last six, seven years of writing. Um, and the other thing too with that is I, I wanted to walk this fine line. I think sometimes people get into it and they go, well, I'll just do everything. 
I'll do the cover. I'll do the editing. It can't be that hard. I'll do the writing. Um, you can't do everything. Some people can, but it's, it's, it's a, it's like the 1% of 1% that gets the big seven figure deals. Same with you trying to put everything out on your own. It's really hard to do and do a good job. So I decided earlier this year, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to start my own uh, company, Bruno Media Publishing, um, I'm going to stay in my lane and focus on what I'm really good at, which I believe is writing uh, the story side. And I think I'm pretty good at marketing. Got a lot to learn, but I, I think I've got the nuances down of how to do it. Um, what can I not do? Don't put me on a computer and have me create a cover because it's going to look like a kindergartner with crayons. Maybe a little better, but not too much better. Um, and don't have me try to edit a book because we might be before even kindergarten at that stage. That could be preschool. No, horrible. So I hired out. I hired out where I had to, where I needed to stay in my lane and have professionals create logos and create covers and create, you know, editorial content. Okay, so this begs a couple of questions. First of all, let's give a little shout out to the cover designer of Ransom Daughter, who is Mr. Todd Wilkins. Such a good, such a good cover. He will be he will be doing other covers for me is all I will say because I was blown away and I very ha happy to have the body man cover. But I thought Ransom Daughter took it to yeah. another level, and I was really pleased with um, with what he did. Yes. Yeah, we are happy to share his link uh, down below later in the show because he uh, he's really found a niche. The other question is, and uh, you were mentioning marketing, which I know is a huge part of the publishing mm -hmm. world, and isn't it about the same amount of work? Here, here's the question that I'm going to drill down on, as it pertains to novella versus novel. So. <clears throat> You put out a book, let's, let's pretend you're going to put out a novel and a novella. All right. You've done mm -hmm. uh, uh, one of those two. Isn't it roughly about the same amount of work? I mean, by the time you do the, the cover and the editing and the packaging and the shipping and the uh, thank you notes and the little cards that we talked about earlier and mm -hmm. blurbs and all the social media, I mean, you really got the social media uh, marketing aspect nailed. So my question is, isn't it about, don't you feel like it's about the same amount of work? No difference. No, absolutely zero difference. The only, really the only difference is with the novel, the time it takes to craft the novel and the time. I, the other thing too is I, I've read through this now, I don't know how many times in the last six months. So the time factor of going through a full length novel, which could take me seven to eight hours versus this, which could take me two, that's where a lot of time is saved from a just a getting comfortable with this uh you know looking for problems in the editorial phase even having a professional edit i'm still i was still going through that this again this weekend i didn't find very much but i found a couple things like no that word shouldn't be there so yeah. i pulled up my highlighter and i highlighted it i'll go back this week and send the final final file up to all the servers and everything isn't it funny eric the amount of time i don't know i don't care how many books you write how many times you read it it is impossible not to with every variation. Oh, I'm just, I'm just going to change that one word. Well, every time you change it, it changes everything. So I, I learned right. one lesson the hard way I use, we'll call it ransom daughter version one, version mm -hmm. two, version three, or I, I had to finally go to a date code date like zero, zero, uh, nine, one, nine, two, three. Okay. So I know that on 19th yep. of September, I'm good. However, there would be times Same that I'm thing. like, oh, wait, uh, there's something else. So I'd have to go, then I'd have to go dash V1, <laughs> V2, 
V2, V3. Yes. Oh, my God. The best thing to do is get it the absolute, ask anybody, get it the best you possibly can be. I mean, absolutely the best, then hand it off, then tweak it, and then leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm quickly approaching that date of not, I, I'm not going to read through it again. I'm in my final, final read through now, and I'm pretty darn, I'll finish it tonight. I'll upload the file. I've got to get Todd to work on a cover, uh, a cover for another Amazon's done. That one's ready to rock and roll. I could have the book out tomorrow if I really wanted to, but we'll wait yeah. till the 10th. A couple of the other services, I have to still get a final file to them for the cover because based on my edits and stuff, it changes the page count. If, if it changes the page count, that changes the cover design, which means I don't want a book going out that's got the wrong size cover or doesn't fit. So there's yeah. a million things to learn. And that's why I didn't want to do this years ago. And even earlier this year, I said, do I really want to go down this path? Yeah. Um, but I had these stories that have been sitting on a hard drive that I felt like I could not. Um, I felt they were good enough to get published. But when I queried them years ago, they didn't get published. And I said, well, I don't want them to just sit there for eternity and never see the light of day. Going down this path gives me that option that I'm probably going to do a hybrid approach going forward where I still have works that I'm going to put through an agent and a publisher. And then I'm going to have some stuff that I've done in the, in the previous years that I can put out under my own brand. So that's that's kind of my... And that's kind of my vision in the cloud of what I'm going to do going forward. I learned, I said to myself uh, back in the day, I'm going to write nine books on my own and I'm going to self-publish them all so that I can do exactly what you're doing so that I can mm -hmm. learn every single solitary step of the equation. So writing it, editing it, making the cover, doing the layout for the print, uploading to Kindle, et cetera. And so I'd know every little aspect of that. And then I'd start, out, uh, then I'd start understanding marketing. And then I would do the research by going to conferences to find out how to reach an agent, et cetera. And then on number 10, I was going to launch, which is coming. So mm -hmm. I love, I think, I think the way you're doing it is smart. You're, you're, you're basically taking yourself back to school. And I think it's an encouragement to our listeners who say, you know what, I can do that. Because there's a lot of guys that are traditionally published that get on this show and say, David, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm traditionally published under this series. Mm -hmm. However, I do this self-pub series on my own. Yeah. So they're kind of double dipping and, and having and great success with it. I was going to say, and it's amazing when you talk to some of those folks and they say, I make more on what I'm doing on my own than I do through traditional publishing. That's the other, and not always the case. Um, one thing I did want to say real quick for, for your listeners, it's just something that I learned. Actually, Joe Goldberg was one of the people that helped me with kind of the learning what I was doing. Joe's been, he's in my acknowledgements. He was an immense help. Uh, Ama Dare was a great help. David Darling. I mean, these amazing authors that I'm so pleased to know. Um, but for those that are intimidated and say, man, I can't format a book. That's one of the things I need to outsource. That's not a bad idea. However, there is a software out there called Atticus. Yeah. Um, I think it's $147 if I recall correctly. Um, literally took me four hours to learn the basics nuances of how it worked and i've now used it lots of times piece of cake and that's a one-time charge for life so yeah. all your books can be formatted through atticus if you self-publish well worth 147 dollars so so that i can uh, give love to everybody today i will put a link to atticus below and i'm also going to uh, pimp a vellum because i used vellum i've been yes. using vellum since way back in the day it's out of the uk it's about twice as expensive sorry to say however um they existed when atticus uh never existed and you get mm -hmm. to actually write in the space of what the book will be so as as you're writing yes. it will you know feed the book the great thing is 
there are so many, like Eric just said, so many great software products now. And mm -hmm. with AI, it's just going to be a blink of an AI, yes. <laughs> if you will. And uh, there'll be another one. But the point yeah. is, don't let the formatting be a deterrent on getting in, right? No, formatting is probably the, honestly, probably formatting is the easiest part that I think most people could do on their own that they don't have to outsource. Um, and you mentioned Vellum. Vellum, the great thing with that, and it, it is, that's what Joe uses. He told me, yeah. but it's only, if I recall, I believe it's only on Apple um, products. So yes. if you're not using an Apple um, MacBook, yeah. you need, well, you need to go to Atticus then. But both of them, yes, I can sing, I can sing Atticus's praises and I know Joe will sing Vellum's praises. Yeah, splendid. All right, I want to know, is there going to be either a sequel or an extended, mm -hmm. let's just go with a sequel or a series, and would they all be novella series or would they then series into full novels? Great question. And I fortunately, I've thought through this. I better have or I'm in a lot of trouble. Um, so the master plan is um, Ransom Dot will come out October 10th. Um, Late spring, early summer of 2024, we're going to flip back and do Breach of Trust. So the follow-up to The Body Man, which I have the rights for, um, will come back under my own brand. Um, then in late fall, early winter of 2024, so about a year from now when we're talking, um, we're going to have back into the Omega Group in Troy Evans' world, we're going to have a full-length novel tentatively titled The Omega Group. Very, uh, very original idea on that one. And that might change. <laughs> might change but um yeah so i'm gonna go full-length novels i'm gonna try to put out two full-length novels next year and then hopefully with the idea of have one novel come out a year subsequently i don't think i can maintain that two full novels the only reason i can do it for 2024 is both those novels are in some form complete they might need some tweaks and edits but i don't have to write them completely um and yeah i want to kind of pivot between and then um it'll be interesting for your readers so forever reads ransom daughter um, you know, there could be a tie-in to the body man world. I'd like to see if someone catches that. I think a few people might, and I would love to have these characters at some point, maybe have a little, uh, have a little something to do together in the different series. Um, they're, they're independent books for sure, but they exist in the same time period and world. So let's see I, if we can, if they can dance a little. Yeah. I'm a big fan of having characters dance across series. I'm seeing that yeah. more and more happen in, in publishing today. And I, I think it's cool. Listen, yes. since I know you're on your lunch break and you're doing me a squeeze in favor, so I appreciate that. I do want to wrap with, as I always do, what you've learned so far, because I've been watching your uh, journey for, mm -hmm. geez, I don't know, two years now, three years, probably. Several maybe. years, yeah. And, uh, of course, we always end with the best piece of writing advice. So go ahead and think about what that is and fire it away to my listeners. Eric Bishop's best piece of writing advice. You know, my piece of advice is pretty simple. If you want or believe you want, especially in the, in the realm, it, it applies to more than just writing, but we'll keep it in the writing realm. If you believe you have a story in you and you want to write a story, tell that story. But don't start that story. Finish that story. At least get a first draft. You can't fix anything that's not have a first draft. You, can you could start in and edit, 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 but you'll never finish something. So finish a first draft, put the story out there, maybe have some folks read it. And you don't know what might happen. You might have written something that a lot of people are going to want to read. Or you might have written something that nobody will ever read. But guess what? You accomplished something very few human beings in the history of our civilization have ever done. You finished a book. Congratulations. You should feel like a rock star, even if you're not paid like a rock star. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. And you know what? 
that might lead to you doing it a second time if that first one's not good enough or the fourth one might i've got a you know i've got a book behind me that got published the body man that's book number four i finished completed books edited books it was book number four book one one through three are sitting on a hard drive very few people ever read them it took to four books to get it published and um that's not an uncommon statement i know big name authors that their fourth book is what you know got their name out there so stick with it um also reach out to the writing community um i this isn't a lip service comment i talk to a lot of writers all the time big name writers and no name writers like myself and we're all extremely helpful to each other and we support and encourage each other wherever they are on the path this is the greatest community i think for uh helping each other out yeah i would uh, i would second that beautifully and, and and everyone who comes on the show says a very similar thing that this writing community is so supportive but folks once again yes. the book is the ransom daughter the website and want to learn more is ericpbishop.com check it out and a pre-order because it drops on 1010 this show will drop right in the neighborhood of that so uh ebook paperback and hardcover will be out on the 10th uh amazon and then we'll have some other sources as well but it'll be there and whatever you're whatever you fancy we'll give it to you awesome thanks again for being on thank you david your front row seat to the back.